We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Rotowire Soccer DFS. No, not DFS. Yes, DFS. Classic slate. <laughs> five game, five game classic slate. We're talking about Saturday, February eleventh. I'm Adam Zadrek, joined by Jordan Cooper and Jack Burkhart. We got Jordan back. I got a couple questions to put Jordan on the spot. First one: What was your favorite part of your cruise? And the second one: What do you think about the position change for DraftKings to a to midfield and forward only. The favorite part of the cruise is being able to hang out with the, the AEW talent around the ship, uh, just in, in general, like in you're, you're eating dinner, you're, you're in the, you know, the buffet cafe area and like two tables over. There's just some wrestler that you just watched and you watch on TV, just having a meal. There's another table. There's the, the you see who hangs out with one another, like, you know, off off TV, whatever. Okay, oh, these guys must be friends. They're always eating dinner together. And you see them around the ship. Whoever Whoever's a smoker is always finding the, you know, the, the two <laughs> spots on the ship that you could actually, like, vape or smoke or whatever. So yeah. you bump into them a lot. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's all, all, the, all the cruise activities are all wrestling-based. They're hosted by wrestlers. So you get the... Trivia contest, you get karaoke with the wrestlers. You get, I mean, so to me, to me, that's the to, to see the people that you normally see on your TV just wrestling do other stuff. It's kind of a kind of a treat and yeah, uh, like live normally kind of a thing, right? Or do activities that they're not necessarily very right. good at, like sing, right? <laughs> karaoke, uh, <laughs> right? Uh, and the positional eligibility change. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't mind it. I guess it's just a matter of why are some people forward and some people midfield when they kind of play in the front line together anyway. And some guys are midfield and not defender. Uh, but otherwise, I don't. On this late specifically, I don't think it changes all that much. No, I, I was gonna bring up because uh, we this this happened last week for Jack. Uh, I mean, I didn't like it last week. Ryan Ryan liked it because he seemed to have have an edge on you know not as not as sharp players. But last week it was like, well, there's not very many forwards that you want to select. But this slate seems a little different to where it almost doesn't matter because we actually have forwards that we want to play. I haven't read Jack's article yet. That'll be up on the site later today. But uh, are, do you feel the same way, Jack? For yeah, I think there's. I think in cash games and tournaments, there's like a lot of high range forwards that you can play. And we'll talk about them a little more. There's a couple interesting options in the mid range. Like I like Matias Tete perhaps as a, as a mid range option. And there's even a couple punt options. There's a lot of good stuff to spend for at midfield and defender isn't a huge priority to spend up on. I mean, maybe you want to play Kenny Tete or something, but um, I do think that there's a lot of different ways that you can approach the forward position on this slate. So it doesn't necessarily feel as restrictive. So for the for forward here, well, I guess the odds, Arsenal are the biggest favorite. They got an implied goal total over two, which is about 0.4 more than anyone else on the slate. And then that Tottenham-Leicester match has the highest implied goal total uh, between two teams, but only barely above the Arsenal-Brentford match. So Tottenham here, the way to Liverpool, 1.64 implied Leicester. goal total. 
whatever. I, I can't remember what I said, but the past doesn't matter, okay? Tottenham are actually playing a good team, not Liverpool. Leicester are good? <laughs> well, I'm just <laughs> saying how bad Liverpool have been. Okay, okay. All right, yeah, so we got Harry Kane at 9,200. Son is at 8,100. Jordan, cash games. Are you looking at those guys in cash games? I think you're spending up at forward. I think the pricing is fairly soft on this slate. I expected some of these guys to be more expensive. And I don't think defender is a priority. I think there's going to be one cheap defender that you're going to be playing. And then your second defender may still not even be like over 5K. Uh, I don't think goalkeeper is a priority. So like you could, you could, I mean, I, I, I think you could play three forwards. I think three forward eligible players could be played in, in cash this, this slate. And uh, to me, th- you're playing two or three out of these five forwards. And it's Kane, Martinelli, Son, Mitrovicker, and Kedia. Like, like I, I think, I think there's no need on this slate to go down. I mean, there are some options lower down. There's some guys that are cheap with decent goal scoring odds. I just don't think you get anything for it. Like there are some midfielders. I mean, you could jam in like three high ish seven K plus midfielders. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure if that's optimal on this slate. So what forward is the highest ceiling position. Why not just take the guys that, or highest goal scoring odds and shoot a lot and play in the front line for the favored team. So you got like Kane and son, you got Mitrovic for Fulham, you got in and Martinelli for Arsenal. It's like, if you play two, you're playing, I would say at minimum two of these guys, if not possibly using one of them in utility, I think that's an option, but I see no reason to go any further down than this in cash games, at least. Yeah, Jordan, I was actually kind of thinking about how I wanted to allocate my forward salary, and I kind of like constructions where I did spend down once, but we have to discuss the opportunity costs in midfield. The reason why I'm not as enthusiastic about these high-end players with huge ceilings is because I think there's a little bit of fragility in a lot of these players' projections. So if you look at a player like uh, Gabriel Martinelli, he's been subbed off a little bit early for Leandro Trossard. So it's like, do I really want to play 8,500 for... Martinelli when he could go off after 70 minutes and I mean it's their favorites against Brentford but I don't think Brentford are a bad team and I think uh, there is some fragility there Youngman's son has not been particularly good for a long sample this season and he split set pieces with Ivan Perisic so he could easily score below 10 points as well I mean Harry Kane that's going to be a bit more goal dependent of all the guys you mentioned I do like Mitrovic the most I think he has a nice shot based floor and the offense really funnels through for him and Fulham are finally about 50% implied win probability but are you worried at all about the fragility I'm surprised that you were so confident in all of these high end forwards despite their high ceilings. Well, I mean, most of them, I mean, Kane, I mean, and Kedia has been playing 90. I mean, yeah, like from a floor perspective of like, what else am I going to do? Like if I play Martin Allen, he only plays 78 minutes. He can still score double digits. I mean, like all, all I'm looking at is, can I get double digits? Martin Ellie's splitting set pieces, Sun split set pieces, then Mitrovic shot floor. And Kedia is, I mean, with the, the center forward position at Arsenal, like he's been playing nearly 90 minutes. Like, I don't, I don't. Like, I don't mind any of these guys. It's just, it just comes down to if I go down. So let's say I play guys like Edozi or Cunha or Edward or Wellbeck or kind of like, like this range, De Cordova Reed, really cheap. Or, 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 or I can't even pronounce his name, Anuachu for, for Southampton if he's in. Like, I look at my line of construction, it's like, okay, I'm able to jam in. One extra high-priced midfielder. But, like, these guys at this low range, like, you can't be shocked when they give you two points. I mean, like, like, and and some of these guys don't even play 90. So, like, what am I really doing here? I'd rather, hey, get seven points out of Martinelli in, in like, a bad game. But in a good game, he has 27. So, like, like, I'd rather that range than a guy that may have, like, two points, only two points lower floor but no ceiling to ju- just so I could get like James Ward Prowse in or Madison in or, 
or Sokka in or something like that. An extra one of them. An extra one of them. Because mm-hmm. I probably already have one one of these, the Pereira, one of these types of guys already in one of my midfield spots. Yeah, I feel like the opportunity cost at forward is high enough on this slate with all of these guys. We're not talking about, do you play Harry Kane or do you play a 5K forward? It's like there's multiple. It's quite possible out of these five guys, one or two of them score two goals or one goal and one assist that for me to have a, a, a guy that is more likely to score four points, like Mateus Cunha or something like that. Like what am I, what am I, what I don't think I'm getting anything. And there's nothing to spend up to me at defender. That's worth doing that anyway. So yeah, it seems kind of weird to have like, like, Oh yeah. Uh, my cash game forwards are going to be Mitrovic and Enkedia. And it's like, what? It's like, well, who else am I playing? And I still think they have decent shots. I mean, I these yeah. guys can still get seven or eight points just just purely from shots and fouls drawn. That if you don't want to play Martinelli, if you don't want to play Sun, you could do that. And Kane is Kane. I mean, yes, he's ninety two hundred, but it's the extra. If if you're going to go, I'm going to play a Kane over Sun for eleven hundred more. I think you could do that because I think that. You could find the 1100. I mean, there's there's plenty of ways to go in the other spots. So I personally think that you're, as of right now, based on the predicted starting 11s, two of your forwards are going to be two of those five five players that I mentioned. Yeah, that's interesting, Jordan. I, I think if I did go with that construction, I would go with the goal scorers, as awkward as it feels to fade, you know, potential set pieces. But they're not, maybe they just don't go to get as many set pieces. And I just rather have the shot floor of Kane and Ketia and Mitrovic, as, as you mentioned. So I think if you're going in that range, I kind of just do like shooting for goals in that case. I think there's some fr- a little bit more fragility than I'd like in Martinelli and Son. I'd agree with that. I, I'd actually like, in cash games, I even kind of like Kane more than Son. Uh, Kane is Kane is almost off my radar right now if, if Perisic starts. Uh, you, we just know that Kane is just going to take a bunch of sick shots. Uh, but then you look at it, it's like, well, Kane is away from home. And then you have Mitrovic and Enketia, who are also favored down here, who are cheaper. So those guys are in play as well. Uh, one thing I'll bring up for Martinelli, I think there's actually a slight chance that uh, Trossard actually starts above him uh, because Arsenal play Manchester City in a few days in the midweek. I believe that game is Wednesday. Uh, for that specifically, if Tro- Trossard started, does that change any thoughts up? I believe when Trossard's been on, he's he's still been splitting set pieces. He's been taking the left-sided corners. So I guess technically um, he would basically be in the same role as Martinelli. But would you do you feel the same way about Trossard as, as you do about Martinelli, uh, Jordan? I, I don't think so. I think Trossard's more, more likely to be subbed, right? I mean, any, yeah. Anyway, so like. No, I'm, it makes me more like, like okay, then I'm going to play Enkedia then, right? Okay. Then I'm or, or I'm going to play Sock in a midfield spot, like or Odegaard even over. I mean, like in a midfield. I don't. I think he's in a weird price range uh, for construction. Yeah, but. I think. Well, Odegaard just seems like you're talking about maybe playing one of these forwards in your third forward spot, and, and like if you if you don't already have Odegaard and you're two K. 2K cheaper than Martinelli. It's like, why would you play Martinelli over Odegaard in your utility spot kind of a thing? Well, no, I agree. I think my, my, yeah. Mar- I would I would rank the forwards price considered to be Mitrovic 1, Enkedia 2, Kane 3, Sun 4, Martinelli 5. Okay. Like, And if you want to flip-flop Martinelli and Sun, I think that that's fine also. But I, I mean... I'm with Jack. It's kind of weird that the two center forwards are the ones at their prices. I I almost feel more comfortable with uh, for for the, the just their shot floor and their ability to just play the whole game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do have room to spend up enough at the requisite amount at midfield, maybe not all the way up, but I think if you go below 6,000 in midfield, that's a disaster, but you can still do that if you play two of those four. Now you could so. there 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 there's a guy that you go under under 6,000 in midfield. Just under. Well, maybe we'll have to we'll have to remind me of who that is when we go through. It's Granite Chaka. <laughs> yeah, if yellow cards give you a lot of bonus points. Hey, he's been good. This, well, he makes some runs lately. in the box. Yeah. Um, I, I'll say about for the cheaper forwards, the one guy that kind of stood out to me because he's been going nearly ninety 
And Zaha, I believe, is going to be out again. Uh, Edward is 4,900. Uh, I mean, we could see in the goal scoring odds, he's not too far down here, plus 185. Uh, Crystal Palace are home. I mean, you look at all these cheap guys, it's like all these Southampton, Wolverhampton guys, you know, 60 minutes, 50 minutes. Um, none of these guys are really guaranteed anything, but Edouard has been going nearly 90, and he's the preferred striker without without Zaha in there. Uh, so uh, that's the guy I would lean on if you want to spend down, unless unless someone else stands out to you, uh, if you want to go like a Triore for 6K, but I still think that's kind of – too expensive for maybe 60, 70 minutes. If he starts, it is. Truthfully, I mean, even in GPPs, I'm much like I'm, I'm going to be playing five GPP lineups. I still think I don't even uh, veer from the forwards that I mentioned. I think there's way more opportunity to get different in the midfield spots and the defender spots that like. If I'm a, I'm just gonna try like I like Edward like yeah as 4900 yes but I mean guys like like uh, like Welbeck and Che Adams and Traore and it feels like at those prices there are midfielders I'd rather play and the forwards at the five forwards that we mentioned I think their upside is is significantly more than the cheaper forwards that I think I could find single digit owned midfielders to play even if some of the even if even if Mitrovic is 26 percent owned like he has hat trick potential over Jay Adams or something like that or 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 I mean any of these guys I mean some of these guys aren't even going to play they're not even going to play 90 like Cunha like like Wolves barely score so like what do I want to do there like I think the Crystal Palace Brighton game I think Palace could score here so that's why I'm I'd lean more towards the Palace forwards but I mean, it's it's just that from a line of construction standpoint, it's like you play a cheap forward, you're funneled to like the same midfield. You're paying up for the same things that everyone else is doing. I feel like I I could find a midfielder at 5K that gets me 18 or something with a goal or an assist or something that may be 3% owned. You pair them up with one of the, 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 the forwards that you're playing, and then I think you get different that way. Or you stack a team, you play four Arsenal players, you play four Tottenham players, you play four Fulham players, you do something like that, rather than, you know, try to find the cheap goal out of a forward spot. You got any other thoughts for forward, uh, Jack? Yeah, I kind of like uh, Matias Tete. He's a bit more in the mid-range. I think he's 6,900 for Leicester. I looked at, I wasn't too familiar with his work in France. but Can you say his first name again? Uh, Matias. Okay. Uh, is that how I you thought you it? said Matias. Oh no, Matias. <laughs> Not Matias. No, I agree with that. I mean, his first game with the team, he probably only had a day or two of training. I mean, he, he did pretty good. Obviously, we could see in this game log, but he also went 81 minutes. So yeah. I think that's pretty relevant. And just given Lester, who you know they've been starting Iose Perez and, and Dennis Pryat over there, so it seems like they actually have someone they maybe like uh, on the wing. So that yeah. that's uh, something I consider as well. And uh, to we follow mention, up on Jordan's comment, yeah. sorry, just really quickly, you do want a forward if you spend down a little bit more who can keep up with a brace from one of these other players. And it seems like Tete has a pretty nice floor actually. Like he can whip in a lot of crosses, he'll take a lot of shots. So maybe he could get a goal and still have like a twelve point floor and score twenty two points or something like this. So that sort of thing would be important. You don't want to just pay down for one goal-dependent person who only has upside for one goal. I think Tete, between one goal and a floor, could potentially keep up. Uh, so for the game log watchers, who's going to be more popular, assuming they both start? Assuming Iannaccio and Tete start, who's going to be more popular? Iannaccio is about 1200 more expensive. Yep, 1200 I don't think it's going to matter. I think they're both going to be low enough on that. It, okay. I don't think it's going to matter. You just think all the people like you are just going to plug in Kane and Mitrovic in every lineup and then no one not else. Not every lineup, popular? not that combination. But yes, I think that the, the five forwards that I mentioned are going to be the most okay. the most owned. But I don't think anything's going to stand. I don't think it's going to be the type of thing where like one of these guys is 47% owned or something like it's going to be a combination of these. I But I still think you get it's easier to get different at midfield and defender on the slate than it is at forward just from an upside perspective. 
So are you saying we're finally going to get a low-owned Ivan Tony? Right. Well, yeah, we player. are. I mean, yeah, if you want to, yeah, I'm not going to do it, right? Or Brennan Johnson. If you you want to play these underdog forwards, like, I just, why am I paying that price when these other guys are so close? close right. So for midfield, that's this is the position you want to mix up. Saka's at 8,800. Again, the I mean the price isn't too bad, but he is the most expensive midfielder when we have a lot of other options. Saka's eighty eight hundred. Mitama without set pieces is eighty seven hundred. James Madison eighty six hundred. Gross eighty two hundred. March is seventy five hundred. I'm we got JWP seventy nine hundred. Elise seventy seven hundred. We got a bunch of options. Is there another? Is there? A, a, we have do we have a list coming from you, Jordan? That you gave for forwards, you have like a one through five, one through six for us again, so we can yeah, just plug this yeah, into You didn't even lineup. mention the number one guy in midfield. What I'm? Oh, Harry Barnes, of course. Oh yeah, of course, of course. Harry <laughs> Barnes, seventy four hundred. Uh, no, uh, my cash game lineup uh, comes preloaded with Andreas oh. Pereira at seventy three hundred. Too cheap. Uh, I think. Uh, I think he. I think he should be yes. the highest priced midfielder on this. I think he should be eighty eight hundred, where Saka is, and he's not. Fulham are. Uh, I mean, Arsenal is a minus two twenty favorite, but Fulham, Fulham's Fulham's total is the same as Tottenham's to- total. Uh, I'm going to play the guy that's on the majority or near monopoly of their set pieces uh, at home against Forest at seventy three hundred. Uh, the question I have with Ward Prowse is with like Alcaraz with the the new guys in is JWP playing in an attacking role anymore? We we have no idea. Um, last week after Southampton's loss, uh, their manager came out and was just like, I, I followed what, uh, I don't know, the fans said or what, what some people wanted, but no more. I'm not going to do that anymore. So, I mean, we could see that's that's the, probably the biggest question in terms of lineups on this slate. Maybe we see JWP in an attacking role. Maybe we don't. Um, I mean, I about assume... Gross? I mean, what's going on with Gross also with the, with the Brighton's lineup? I mean, these are two guys... Like, Gross and Ward-Prowse are two guys where... Where I think Gross more than Ward-Prowse, that where they line up significantly affects their open play value, even though they're going to be... Like, Gross is not a Monopoly set-piece taker because he has Sally March there. But JWP is going to be over literally every free kick for Southampton, which makes him so valuable for cash games. But with the amount of options we have on this slate, I don't want to necessarily consider him a priority if he's going to be playing in a defensive midfield role because maybe he's not worth 7,900 in this matchup against Wolves. I mean, Wolves aren't a good team, but they're typically a team that doesn't allow much. I mean, they're, they typically are defensively enough sound that this game, I mean, I, I consider the Southampton uh, Wolves game to be like the game to target the least on the slate. So if that's the case, why am I paying 7,900 for JWP when I, it's not like I don't have any options. I mean, like we got tons of options. We got, I, I mean, we got, I, I, I'd rather play soccer at seven at 8,800, mm-hmm. right. For just 900 more. And I could find the salary or I could just go down. I could go down cheaper. There, there are cheaper guys that if, if JWP is only going to give me seven or eight points, like I could find seven or eight points from guys in the five, five K range at that rate. And it allows me, if I'm going to jam in what JWP and uh, Pereira, it's going to be very hard for me to play like Kane and Kedia, Kane Mitrovic, like those types of lineups uh, without playing like a 4K midfielder, which I don't think there are any to play. That's worthwhile to do that. So to me, I'm I'm only playing like I most likely if I'm playing jwp it's because he's in my utility spot but then i have to choose do i play jwp or do i play sun right do i play jwp or do i play Saka? like it feels like Pereira comes in first then another then then another midfielder under 6k and then it's one and then you're comparing these guys kind of kind of the forwards i almost like the forwards better Uh, are you yeah. a JWP truther or do you, are you jamming in JWP? Is that just 
I am not a JWP truther. I'm a bit more enthusiastic about Bukayo Saka in this matchup. I thought I was more inclined to, you know, want to play him, even though he has a little bit, even though he costs a little bit more salary, just because he does play the, I guess I was just looking, okay, he plays the full 90 minutes and he's a similar floor to um, Martinelli, but maybe that is a little bit too much. Two other names that stood out to me at midfield that you can play in the 6K range are Martin Odegaard at 6,700 and Morgan Gibbs-White at 6,800. So Jordan, you're talking about if you want to fit in the two high-priced forwards, you can play those two guys and that would be quite fine. Even though Nottingham Forest are underdogs, Gibbs-White, if he starts, should take most of the set pieces in that situation. And Odegaard takes indirect free kicks and has a decent floor. I mean, if you compare his his outputs... um, to Saka and Martinelli, the difference there shouldn't be um, shouldn't necessarily be 2K. So maybe I shouldn't necessarily be thinking about spending all the way up on Saka. But my my philosophy is if I was going to play James Ward-Prowse this against this you know this horribly inconsistent Southampton team against the Wolverhampton team who's been playing a little bit better under a new manager, I think I would just rather spend all the way up on Saka myself. Yeah, there's a ton of midfielders really to choose from. Uh, that's kind of what Jordan was saying with his original point of, you know, he has these high-end forwards and then just mix around your midfielders kind of a thing, mix around your defenders because there's so many options. Um, I mean, there's – I mean, we haven't mentioned just like tournament options, like guys like Harvey Barnes and Kuliszewski are, are in this range as well. Uh, a couple lower-priced options that are interesting, I think. Uh, I guess both of these guys are for Wolves here, but – Sarabia, even if Sarabia goes, I mean, if you're only projecting 60, 70 minutes from him, he supposedly started as as a forward last match. I believe he's on set pieces. They just, I believe he's on corners at least. I don't think they actually took any against against Liverpool last week. Uh, but he's 5,400 here uh, in midfield. And then also Nunez is 4,300, who uh, doesn't play S forward, doesn't have set pieces, but he does go 90 minutes um, just a couple cheaper guys that if for some reason that you need to spend down a little bit in midfield I think those guys are are worth a look at least Jordan are you plugging in Ivan Perisic at 5700 is that that yeah, yeah the I'm shocked that that's not like like to me that's that's each like my lineups come preloaded with Pereira and Perisic like like like, I don't see how you don't play Perisic at 5,700, even midfield eligible playing as a wing back. Even if he subs out at 75, I mean, dude, I mean, he's on half the set pieces and he gets as far, he gets as forward as Sun does. I mean, like, yeah. Well, let's go back and forth a little bit here because you were saying, well, we don't want to pay down necessarily as much at forward because there's a bunch of high ceiling forwards to play and i feel like if i am spending a spot on perisic that means i'm not playing odegaard who's plus 175 to score a goal i'm not playing gibbs white who's been playing well lately i'm not playing Saka. there are quite a few good options at midfield to play i mean we might run into a brighton lineup that has pascal gross as an attacking midfielder and that boosts his projection considerably and you just said james ward prowse at 7900 if he plays an attacking role that is also very tempting so i feel like perisic you know, he will be taking half the corners, but at 5,700, it might kind of, it might lack some upside. I'm not sure I want to use one of my midfield spots to do that. But I was also mostly looking at constructions in the show that only spent up once at forward. So that's well, that, well, that's, what, that's what you said. Like it said, when you compare Perisic, you're comparing him to the cheap forward. And I go, I'd much rather have Perisic than Jay Adams. Then Ode Son, Ode Edward, and Mateus Cunha. And like, That's I'm like, point. why am I doing this? It's like, like, yes, yes, you're right. That, yeah, should I, would I rather have Gibbs White or Odegaard? Probably, but barely. I mean, I'm going to have Pereira for sure. Would I rather have JWP or Gross? Yeah, but they're, they're, I mean, we're talking about $2,500 more to spend. I don't want to sacrifice a forward spot on some garbage guy. Like on a slate where you don't, you do not have to. Like this is not like you got a dinky do just to fit something you like. Like I'm not going to be caught with my pants down with three <laughs> points at forward. I'm just, I'm just. This is not the slate to do it. So there, these got like you can't play them all. Like if you're like, well, I'm going to play Pereira and Gross, and then play a cheat. Like dude, some other. I mean, some other guy will do it. Like Gibbs White will have 14 points or. Or Madison will have 11 points. Like, you have so many people to choose from that, like, if Perisic, 
could get eight to 10 points like that. I'm feeling so much more confident in that than old son, Edward getting more than like, he can throw a Cavani up there, yeah. get, Bobby, get a goal and have nine me. and a half points and Paris still beats him. No, Jordan, that's a really good point because when you think about, I was thinking mostly in terms of opportunity costs, but when you think about just like the total points distribution of the forward position, it's going to be heavily consolidated on the high-priced players, whereas more midfielders are capable of putting up more points. So even though that midfield spot does have a lot of opportunity costs compared to the forward spot, you can suffer that much. It's a, it's a better value proposition. You're going to have to suffer in some sense. So I think I'm kind of right that there is opportunity cost at midfield, but it's just better than taking my four points from Bobby D. Cordova Reed or something like that. Right. So I, I like Sarabia GPP wise. I will play Sarabia in GPPs. I just, I, I can't, I, I'm not going to trust Wolves set piece situation and duty may not even start. We may be talking about someone that's not even starting. Like him into getting integrated in the squad, he may not. I mean, maybe he does play. If he plays ninety and he's on majority of set pieces for Wolves, fifty four hundred is too cheap for him. So yeah, I think there's upside in in GPP. And dude, I may if I had a choice, I don't think the construction leads you there to play a defender in a utility spot at that price range. I'd rather play Sarabia and risk the sixty. Like I think in sixty minutes he could beat out some of the. 5k defenders and if you're in if he ends up going 80 and taking all their set pieces i mean he is upside for a 7k 8k salary so like i if he's in your last spot in in cash games i think that's fine just understand you're taking on more risk but in gpp i mean i'm gonna play him over matthias jensen right guys that are like you know you're yuri tielemans right i think he's more upside than perisic it's just a matter of perisic has him much more consistent floor than Sarabia, who, I mean, he could be subbed off at half. All right. So, Jack, you're the Tottenham whisperer. <laughs> All right. I'll just say you're, you're a Tottenham fan, okay? I think, you, I think you're wearing a Tottenham kit. I can't I tell. I am right now. The good okay. old sash from 2015. The right, there you go. Best kit. I'm just trying to scroll through the list here, but... I'm not as sold on Perisic as at least Jordan is. Um, he's fifty seven hundred. I it's not a terrible price, so it's it's not like he's seven k. We're talking about, so I guess it's maybe it's not even worth talking about. But I was kind of joking. Maybe maybe I wasn't joking about Chaka earlier in the show. But he's forty nine hundred, and I know Jordan's like shaking his head, but this Chaka is not the same as like prior seasons Chaka. And I mean, you look at this matchup, they're home. They're going to have majority of possession. They're going to be in the attacking third, the majority of the match. I mean, you can see it in his numbers. I think he has three goals and five assists this season, which is, you know, some of his best numbers ever. He's just getting more forward uh, than he ever has really at any point in his career. And I mean, at 4,900, you got to think he has, he has more upside, I think, than what Jordan thinks with, with him shaking his head. But, <laughs> um, I, I guess I'll ask you, Jack. What do you think about Chaka here at forty nine hundred? Even, I mean, even if like you're looking for, I don't know if I want to say a cash play here at forty nine hundred, but I mean, his it's not like his floor is terrible though, especially as a home favorite. Yeah, I'd probably play a defender if I had to play Chaka at forty nine hundred in cash. But in tournaments, I from what I've seen from Arsenal, I don't mind if you want to throw a couple darts at Jaka. So I make like 20 lineups. So maybe I'll include Jaka in a couple just because Arsenal are big favorites, but he does make those kind of adventurous runs into the box. So I think he kind of has some relatively speaking, hidden goal and assist upside. And if you can get those points from a low price midfielder, that might be quite, that might be quite valuable. And this is something that Ryan was mentioning, um, I think last week he was talking about with the way that the position eligibility works, um, there are going to be some better ownership plays. I mean, how owned do you think that Jaka is going to be? And if you could end up getting an assist from him in a favorite spot, it's very thin and that's more of a large field move. And I don't think you should like jam this in, but I think if you wanted to sprinkle that in, that's something that I was thinking that I would do. Um, I mean, you could go down, take the same type of player and take uh, Joel uh, Paulina at 3,800. Could Thomas yeah. Party at 4K? Yeah, like I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not poo pooing, dude. 
He's a guy on the highest total team on the slate. I mean, there's no... If people are going to be playing Saka and Martinelli and Enkedia and Odegaard, like, yeah, there's there's leverage there. I I, I mean, I'm not, you know, poo-pooing playing Jacques on this slate, especially where you could spend, you have 4,900. It's not cheap, cheap, but you have the money. I mean, you could you could do it. So I'm, I'm not against that. But, like, you could probably say the same for a lot of the similar type players for, you know, that's why I mentioned Paulinia. It's like, okay, you could do that. If, instead of playing Mitrovic, you play Paulinia, right? Instead of playing, uh, uh, you like, Kulichevsky or Benker or Hoiberg. Or it's like, you could, these are all guys that are going to be single-digit owned. Either you're playing them for leverage by not playing the more owned goal scorer for the team, or you're pairing them up. You're going to play a Xhaka and Kedia lineup. Right, you're gonna be stacking a team. So, like, yeah. I could see Jaka as the only Arsenal player in a lineup where you're stacking Fulham. Right. Or I could see Jaka in an Arsenal four-man stack when you're only playing Polinia on Fulham, or you're only playing uh Kishedo or something, you know, you're playing one of those to party or you know, something like that from one of these other teams. I think that's perfectly fine. So, like, I'm not I'm not anti Jaka, it's just that. I'm not playing in cash games. I mean, I don't, I mean, I'm not, I don't think there's a need to at any of these points, but yeah, I prefer these. Truthfully, I prefer these types of midfielders over the defenders in these price ranges, only just purely to upside. I think, I think defender upside on this slate is limited. I think there's a lot of decent floors, but of course I'm going to say this and there's going to be 17 defender goals. Uh, (laughs) But I, I mean, yeah, sure. There's assist upside for some of these. If you pair them together, right with with the forwards and stuff but yeah i'd much rather take a shot on these 4k 5k midfielders than the 4k then then prioritize 4k 5k defenders and truthfully over the 4k 5k forwards that's why it's like this range it's like i almost feel like i'd rather jaka and edward are the same price yet it's i may feel like i prefer jaka right i mean or, or like mateus cunha like I, I prefer, dude. There's a lot of these guys in this 4K, 5K midfield range that, like, dude, why, why couldn't, why couldn't they put up 15 points? And they'll be lower owned because many people will try to get different at forward rather than a midfield. So I think these guys come in much lower owned than the cheaper forwards. True. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Speaking of defenders here, you got a question of, are we going to spend up on Kenny Tete, which how many times has he been the the most expensive player on a classic slate? I don't know. (laughs) At least once now. Yeah, probably once. And that's, that's tomorrow. Uh, So Kenny Tete, 6,000. How many how many Fulham players are you comfortable playing in your cash game, Jordan? I mean, we're already talking Mitrovic, we're already talking Pereira, Tete six K, Anthony Robinson's forty five hundred, 
are you considering those guys or does anyone stand out to you uh, more so than the Fulham guys at home? I think Rab Robinson's fine. I don't think you need to be spending up. I mean, to okay. me, the for the first guy, the first defender in is Ben White at thirty three hundred. I mean, he's playing fullback. I mean, he's thirty three. I mean, he's priced as a center back, and he is playing. He is playing as a fullback. So, like, like yeah, is is he the most attacking guy? No, but I mean, he's thirty three hundred. He's playing on the biggest favorite as a wing player. So, like, he's in my lineup at thirty. This is where you're getting the savings from. Yeah, then he'd on be the, a little then cheap second... if he was a center back with forty percent clean sheet out as anyway. Right, right. Shoulders. I mean, he would be right. He would still be cheap even as a center back. Uh, your second defender spot. I don't think you have to. I think I don't think if you pay over five k. I think you could play a bunch. I mean, you could play. I, th- I I'm looking at like Lodi at forty nine hundred, Estupinon forty seven hundred, Robinson forty five hundred, Perot forty four hundred. You could even take a shot at like Christensen, maybe at forty two hundred. I mean, I don't think you even need you need to Veltman. I mean, you could play any. I mean, dude, you could play any of these people. It's like, like I go down and if Semedo is in thirty four hundred, I mean that's playable. I just don't think you have to go over five. I mean, if James Bree at fifty one hundred, what is Lamptey and Bree and Nico Williams at fifty seven hundred? Kenny Tet like. Why am I paying for these guys when I can pretty much get this? The, what, what what's the difference between Perot and Robinson versus Tet and and Bree? I don't I don't think there's I don't think there's enough difference here that like when you say the difference between like oh do I play Odegaard or Saka? It's like I'll play Saka and then I'll just won't play a six to five k defender. I'm already having a thirty three hundred dollar Ben White in my lineup. I think you're paying down. You're paying not all the way down, but down enough at goalkeeper probably so it's like what am, where am i allocating my money to i'd rather allocate my money to not playing jay adams in my or mateus cunha like these guys in my forward spot it's like dude i could dude you could play a center but dude this is a slate if you really wanted to jam in people and not play perisic at 5700 throw in throw in some cheap center back i mean throw throw in uh, I mean Richards at twenty eight hundred or something. You know, like one of these guys, someone really low down. That's why I said Semedo at thirty four hundred. If he starts, he is a fullback. He may not play ninety, but like go down twice, play a center back in the set. I, I think the opportunity cost of defense is low. So if you wanted to punt twice at defense, Ben White really isn't a punt. He's a mispriced player. Yeah, I don't. I, I I'd, I'd much rather. Have a twenty eight hundred dollars center back in my lineup, than a five k forward in my lineup. Even if you wanted to go like Mitrovic and Keddy Award Prowse Pereira, or Saka Pereira, or something like that, then fine. So, so I'm I'm not I'm not playing a Stupinon or Robinson or Perot or something in my lineup. I'm playing some guy that may only get three points. Jordan, I think you'd like to know that we got a twenty five hundred uh, Craig Dawson goal last week, so. I knew we, we did you play him? Um no. no Say no I comments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought about it. I think I mentioned him in the show, but uh it was a mistake on my part. So Jack, uh you like Perot. I know you like Perot, but Yeah, I'm pretty into Perot, especially if um you know, with these like bizarre Nathan Jones comments where you just said he's been like bullied into playing how he doesn't want to play for some Well, reason. I got a question for you here. So so Nathan Jones, formerly Luton Town manager, he he liked to play a lot of three center backs. And if we get, I mean, we'll, we'll find out who's actually starting for Southampton. Like if it's Salisu, Bednarik, and uh, Lianco or something starting, or Balakochep. So we got three of those guys. Under that assumption, we got to assume that there's going to be wing backs. So what if it's, and I guess the hope is that Kyle Walker Peters is also out, so we don't have to worry about him possibly subbing on for one of those guys as well. What if it's Perot, Bree as wingbacks with no KWP? Uh, would you just jam in Southampton fullbacks in in some of your GPP lineups? Yeah, I think so. I mean, definitely Perot. I think he has probably the best ceiling out of all the, especially when you consider it price adjusted compared to all of the 
available defenders on this slate. He scored two goals in a recent FA Cup match. I think he has two goals this season as well. And his shot numbers are actually pretty strong. So at 4,400 pro, if he plays as a wingback, he should have an all right floor. And I mean, he could easily just smash at the position. So if there's like a defender that I would be least surprised scores a goal, I think it would be Perot. And I mean, price adjusted, especially given the position. We'll have to I see just, how everything looks, but I don't know why he's so cheap, actually. Um, like I've mentioned him on a, a few recent shows, and he does love to take shots from, I don't know, 30 yards out. But I mean, you look at his recent salary, this is the cheapest he's been since October. And it's not like he's had a bad game when he starts outside of uh, like the Brighton and Nottingham Forest games when he subbed off early, kind of a thing. But I mean, you. I mean, you can see his numbers. He has a pretty decent floor. He gets forward a decent amount. So this is just another guy. I mean, if you just want to fill in your defenders with mispriced guys, it's Perot and Ben White, and then you kind of just go from there. So uh, that would probably be the most popular out in cash games, unless you guys think someone else is going to stand out, but. Well, again, I was looking at a lot of constructions that spent down a second forward, so I didn't need to necessarily use Ben White. Right. And I mean, it's nice to say, yes, Ben White is mispriced, but like we're talking about a player who. We're talking about Ben White. Two crosses in a game. He does technically play on the wing, but. Um... I did have a conversation once with Ryan about uh, Ryan's on the the side of Ben White is actually more attacking than I think it was Tierney we were talking about. Uh, Tierney or Zinchenko, either one of those guys, and he was he was heavy Ben White. So if if you if you like Ryan Belangi and his his Arsenal fandom, uh, then you're going to roster Ben White on this slate. Yeah, well, I just in tournaments, I think it's a name I want to avoid because right. there's no upside, and he's probably going to be chalk. So I would just rather like spend down on someone else or spend on a center back who's more likely to score a goal. Ben White doesn't have any many shots this season. Um, and that's kind of not in his profile. So maybe in a tournament direction, I would want to play two of the fullbacks, maybe play Lamptey and Parau or something like this, just so I can avoid kind of getting sucked into this uh, Ben White. Or you can just kind of punt both positions and hope you can get the goals everywhere because the prices are good in all of the more outfield, outfield players. Um, yeah, I mean... I was thinking about Tete at 6K, but he has some pretty good game logs. Adam, you seem kind of enthusiastic, but uh, I don't know. I just think that's too much. But um, It's probably too much. I I just think, you know, a lot of people are also going to think that way. And I think he probably has the most upside of maybe any of these defenders just because of how forward he actually gets. He's, He's on that right side pretty frequently i mean you can see in his cross numbers but he he also uh i guess he doesn't take that many shots but um he is you pair him up up with mitrovic yeah that's that's why you like these are the types of guys the guys in the high range like like brie and up like just pair with the center like pair with center forwards like if i play brie i play Shea adams if i play ted day i play mitrovic i mean in order for them to pay off it's worth it when they were putting up 15 to 20 points they probably got an assist and it's probably going to be to a center forward so like that those are the times where i play those guys when you play a 4k defender it's like you don't necessarily even need that but at the sig like like typically when it comes to the cheaper defenders it's like can they get a clean sheet also and give me eight points now but when you're at the six when you're at the the nico williams range at 5700 like nine points ain't good enough. It's like he, they need that assist to like Brennan Johnson to get him over to, you know, the 15 plus point line where it's worthwhile to play him over a $5,700 midfielder. Mm-hmm. So for goalkeeper are, I mean, we have the spend down defenders. Are you looking to Ramsdale here? 42% clean sheet. Uh, he's 5,800. Um, you have the other three other goalkeepers above 30% for a clean sheet. Do you think Ramsdale is worth it uh, in the spot, Jordan? No, I think you're playing one of the three underdog home goalkeepers, which is Bazunu, Ward, or Guaita. Uh, Bazunu's 4,600, Ward is 4,400, Guaita's 4,200. Close your eyes, whatever money you have left. That's welcome to goalkeeper. Danny Ward, huh? How do you feel about Danny Ward, Jack? I don't feel good about any of these people. Okay. That's I, don't know, I think fun. I'll tweet at you, Jordan. Whoever doesn't do well, I'll, I'll blame right. you for it. Um, 
I think, um, yeah, I agree with you. I wouldn't probably, uh, let, let me make it clear. I wouldn't prioritize Bazunu over Guaita. So it's like, there's a $400 difference between it's like whatever fits. That's what it is. So it's like, Oh, well I, uh, I really need Bazunu, but I need to play Martinelli over Saka. It's like, if you want to play Saka, play Saka and Guaita and just be done with it. Right. Don't be like, well, I want to play Bazunu. Like, dude, it's goalkeeper. Like whichever one you choose, whichever Andrew Laird chooses, right? It's going to do badly, even though he's not playing DFS anymore. But if whoever he has in his so rare lineup or whatever, it's yeah, going to do badly because he always does goalkeeper bad. <laughs> if you want to ask him, just go in our Discord, rotowire.com slash chat. Uh, you can still message him in our Discord, and then uh, he'll let you know his goalkeeper. His theoretical who he would be playing. I'm sure he'll be happy to get messages about uh, <laughs> goalkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Jack, Jack, did you have any preference at all? Is there any guy you'd be focusing on for tournaments, I guess? Um, I think I would probably play, if I had to have a goalkeeper opinion, I would prefer Guaita to um, Danny Ward. Just because sometimes there's like the systemic risk that Tottenham just do nothing for an entire game and let Leicester control possession. There's not as much Mm. shot upside there. But I mean, who cares? That's not even really worth digging into that much. I think in um, tournaments, if you want to use even more salary... I don't mind playing the Nottingham Forest or Brentford goalkeeper. So if you want to play Raya or Navas and like, so if you want to play a bunch of Arsenal players, well, you can just play Navas and then fade the Fulham side if you want to, or vice versa. I mean, who cares? I mean, they can, they don't even need a clean sheet. They just get a bunch of saves. Um, So we've seen it plenty of times where a low price goalkeeper hits a big ceiling and uh, you know, maybe that helps you get off of Ben White or maybe that helps you upgrade elsewhere. And that's sort of what you need to win tournaments. So I'm completely happy to punt off goalkeeper based on which one of these teams I'm focusing on. Um, I don't know, Jordan, do you think that, so I think our Fulham are kind of lower priced and Arsenal are going to be very, very popular. Are people going to use both? Or are people going to try to stack games? Because um, I'm more, you'll get, a, you'll get a mix of both types of yeah. types of lineups. I mean, I get it. I think, I think, I mean, if I had to choose goalkeeper, I, I mean, to me, the Southampton Wolves game is the clear game that is more likely to be zero, zero than anything else. But I truthfully, I think, I don't think there's going to be many clean sheets. I think it's going to be five games. And when there aren't many clean sheets, goalkeeper typically doesn't matter that much. Right. And they're more likely to, to spend down now. Even if Ramsdale does get a clean sheet, like even even twelve points may not even matter that much. Every goalkeeper is somewhere between three and eight, and it really comes down to: Did you get the guy with the brace? Did you get the defender that has twenty two points? Like that's going to matter more, I believe. So, goalkeeper is kind of like fit whatever's fit whatever's in what I mean. It truly is. It's not a priority to get up to Ramsdale. I'm more likely in cash games, at least, to play one of the home underdog keepers. But the fact that we've spent more than four minutes on goalkeeper is just... Shame on us. Right, shame on us. It's variance fest and good luck. That's disappointing. My hot One of my hot takes is going to be that maybe we don't even get a clean sheet on this slate. But uh, Jordan just kind of said that. So... Instead, I'm going to ask Jordan. We got a we got a couple king of the pitch contest going on. How am I going to beat you in this 23 man 150 dollar king of the pitch contest? Uh, what lineup should I use to take I, you? You're going to beat me by making sure I don't wake up in time and submit a lineup. Oh, that's the only way. Come on, that's the, that's the only way. <laughs> uh, it turns out, uh, by the way, for the king of the pitch, I didn't realize that the Premier League season is later because of the World yeah. Cup. I'm going to have to figure something out because I'm going to be in Las Vegas. Oh, it's going to be. Oh. <laughs> is that going to be? A, it's illegal in, in well, Vegas, it's, right? It, it, to enter contests, but I think to edit my, I can edit my lineups. Yeah, you I'll have to, to enter some VIP on on Because I'm going to be there all week. So they, the king of the pitch contest need to be started so I can at least enter my lineups before I leave on Tuesday. <laughs> Or you need someone else to enter. For You're going to have to like, no, drive no, I can, to and, and a, It's a 42-minute drive to the California border. Okay, okay you already so, I mean, I can do that this. in the morning, but I just <laughs> I, I didn't realize that, like, wow, May 28, whatever, last yeah. May, I didn't realize that. And, uh, yeah, I, I've king, I have four king of the pitch tickets already, so it's not like I'm going to just not submit a lineup 
Yeah, I mean, if you want to send those to us, I mean, we'll we'll put in lineups for it. You can't do that. Well, we could we could ask DraftKings. They'll look at we'll do something like that. What to just give gift it to you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust you. You're gonna put in some twenty five hundred dollars center back. He's gonna play Harry Sutar. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh yeah, I think I think I'm gonna over. Uh, you're gonna play uh, the four liners with Ivan Tony in it. Sutar scored last week. Well, there you go. It's a it was an own goal, but he scored. So it's gonna be the Lewis Dunk Ivan Tony lineup. Well, right, how about so... speaking, to get back to how about speaking of this like Leicester Tottenham game, I feel like so I am the Tottenham whisperers. Yes, said, yes, continue. This fixture shoots out a lot, and whatever if it's happened once, it's happened again. The game has a pretty good total, and I think both of these defenses are rather suspect. But given that we have the Fulham matchup and Arsenal as favorites, do we have a chance to maybe get some like? slightly low owned players here if you want to play like four or five players from that game that's sort of something that i want to do like they're i like too a, expensive like that's well, the problem is that the game Kulishevsky's is like, always going to be not popular right 7200 he's also yeah, but i'm talking about the tottenham side like do you want to pay 8600 yeah. for madison and barnes and, and you're not like it seems like lester's way too expensive that is true. What was the price on Barnes again? He was like seventy two. Seventy four hundred. I I don't mean I dude. I barely play Barnes at fifty eight hundred. I ain't paying seventy four hundred for him. Uh, I see. So you're not a fan of Ryan Belongi's uh, favorite player right there. I was thinking. No, more whenever like I play him, he doesn't. I do the common DFS thing. If I can't get the guy right, right. Anytime I play him, he gets three points, and anytime someone else plays him, he gets twenty four. It's because he knows that you're playing him. Right. He does. He does. Yeah. He does. He checks. Yeah, maybe something like maybe I would want to play like three players from that game. You are right, it's a little overpriced, but you could play like Matias Tete across from Harry Kane and Ivan Perisic or something like this if you want to. I just think there could be a lot of goals in this um, fixture. I think it's okay, 0. 0.03 higher implied goal total than the Arsenal game. But if you want to look at a place for goals or maybe for one offs, um, this is the spot that I plan on trying to harvest for that purpose. Not to dive too deep into Tottenham, but. Jack, have you do you think that they've looked at least more competent since Bettencourt returned from injury? And how much do you think Romero's absence uh, is going to affect them with with Sanchez likely starting at center back? Yeah, I mean, it's I think it's already gonna, it's going to be a bit of a clown car at defense. So I'm pretty confident that Leicester could get at least two goals. I can certainly see it happening quite a lot. I don't know. Watching Tottenham on the road is just a brutal affair. It's not fun if you enjoy watching exciting soccer matches because they're just, they just sit back so much. Like Tottenham are the better team than Leicester, but Leicester might marginally win possession. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, that's why I think there's reason to have some upside, especially in some Leicester pieces in this game. Jack, have you played DFS long enough to know what a clown car is? Oh, I thought that was just like a general idiom about anything. <laughs> no, that that that. that, that. <laughs> The fact that that you thought it was an actual thing, no, that's that's. <laughs> I I feel like I that's said a, clown that's car. In, that's a, that's in... an inside joke from like 2016 from an old episode of my podcast before I did Rotowire's podcast. I promise you, I did not listen. <laughs> you've heard to it that. enough on the on the. You've heard the dinky do. You've heard the clown car. The clown car. It's 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 the fact that like this was way back MLS where they'd rotate <laughs> player where. The all eleven players, we'd we'd preview the show and be like, I don't even know who's going to start because they have a midweek something. They may just roll out. We don't know who's going to come out. It's going to be just eleven <laughs> random guys, like they're coming out of a clown, clown car. car. And that's yeah, why Southampton. Called, that's why it's called a clown car. Yeah. All right, you thought so that you... was like an actual soccer term? Well, I just thought it was like an idiom that you could say about anything, which is just kind of like, who the hell knows what's going to happen? No, no one knows what end. you're talking about unless you, unless you I, I understood it. Yeah, yeah but thought... you obviously you listened to the show before you hosted it. No, I'm going to find this. I think this is like a common idiom. I don't think you're going to take credit <laughs> no, for inventing think, the term I don't think clown it's a common talk. idiom. It's not at all. Oh, my God. All right. We're going to well, follow up maybe on this. Maybe it's through osmosis. I, all right, I really Jordan. Think I've so heard not... Not the not the hundred fifty dollar king of the pitch contest. The twenty five dollar king of the pitch contest. How, how do you think that contest is going to? Oh, be you're won? not going to win that. I'm, I have four entries, so you you, you have no shot. No, if I yeah. have four entries, I'd win too. Well, who do you think is going to be most popular here? Like, who do we want to avoid? Are, is everyone going to have like the Canes? Everyone's going to have Canes and Mitrovic. Is, are those going to be the most popular forwards along with one of the Arsenal guys, one or two of the Arsenal guys? I think so. But I, I don't necessarily think I think the ownership is going to be spread out enough that I don't I don't 
you're going to be playing different stuff in your other spots that I don't think I don't think it matters. Even in the I'm bigger the contest, typically I think it matters, and I don't think it matters. Okay, just play. I mean, play. I would say I'm more likely I, to pair pair up people. So like, if I play Kane, I'm playing Kane and Perisic together. Like I'm playing playing Son and Kane. Like I'm playing like two Tottenham guys. And if I'm playing Arsenal, I'm playing two Arsenal guys rather than the people that are trying to like one off. Who gets the brace and who gets the goal or whatever? I think I'm more likely to. Like my Fulham lineups are more likely to have three Fulham players than have one. Arsenal have three, you know, like I'm I'm looking for twos and threesies. Arsenal, like an Arsenal lineup would have like Enkedia, Saka, Ben White. Even though all three of them are going to be owned, but they may not be owned in combination together with one another. And then find another three player combination to go across from that. So like James Ward-Prowse, Jay Adams, Roman Perot, like like something like that, and try to like do three three, and then one off and a goalkeeper or something like that. Yeah, because it, it worked so well last week for me. I think I might try to get a few Brighton players. And actually, I think Solly March might get overlooked, but he's got a pretty solid floor ceiling. So that might be a that might be a spot I go I go to. It can't go worse than it did for Adam and I in that twenty five dollar King of the Pitch last <laughs> week. So um, uh, I, for, I forgot about that one. That was last week. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I completely forgot about it, as you can tell. Yeah, I think we said last week it was like the way that Brighton play, any of their matches could have three or more goals. And last week it was 1-0. They got a late goal, but there's a ton of chances. Both teams had had opportunity to score, score in that game. I think Brighton had like 2.5 XG, just showing how many opportunities they had. So like, if you want to kind of go a little different, I mean, there are guys in that Crystal Palace Brighton match that you can attack and they're not going to be that popular because of the other matches. And I mean, even looking at Arsenal, uh, we talked about Odegaard a little bit, but Odegaard always seems to be less popular than he should be. And almost like every slate. So, uh, I mean, that will probably be a guy I'm, I'm targeting and he's only 6,700. So um, anything else that you want to cover here? Jordan, you're fading the Southampton Wolverhampton match. You're using Kane. Well, no, 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 I'm fading it. It's just that I'm not. I mean, like I said, I could play Sarabia and GPP, a one-off or something, right? A one-off, right? Like a Che Adams yeah. Roman Perot type of combo. Something. Do you something. just like him because he has potential set pieces, or because like he's yeah, all well, he's and he's fifty-four? I mean, he has upside to be a seven K. He has upside to be Pedro Nato's price. Okay. At 5,400. I mean, so like he's because he Kuhn that- is also up there, but Sarabia would have the set pieces. So I was just trying to decipher there. Like he would be forward only, but he's 5,200. Yeah, but I mean, he won't have set pieces. The whole point is that Sarabia, yeah, okay. let's say, let's say he plays 85 minutes and they, and, and takes, you know, seven free kicks and five corners, you know, seven corners, three free kicks, two shots on goal. I mean, he could sit there and have a 14 point floor. Without a goal or an assist, if he if that's his upside for that price, then in the future maybe you know a month from now we're like yeah Sarah B at seventy eight hundred yeah plug him in you know like so for the price why not take a shot on that but I'm not I'm not bullish on the game mm-hmm. as far as like oh I want to take six guys from the game and stack the game type of perspective. If we had like a bunch of players we knew were getting 90 minutes in that game, I'd be more willing to to look at players, but so many of their attacking guys are, you know, 45, 60 minutes kind of a thing. So that's that's one of the main reasons I there's not really a reason to mention a lot of those guys. So it's a clown uh, car. It's a clown car. Uh Jack, who is your who is your favorite play on the slate that's going to be 5%, less than 5% uh, rostered? Oh, geez. Well, I can always lean on Granite Jaka if I want to, but I think Matias Tete will go overlooked. Um, and call me like a pessimistic Tottenham fan, but like, I mean, you have Frazier Forster. I know he's not as good as Hugo Lloris. I don't know. I feel like Lester could score goals in that game. So I think I'm probably going to use him a slightly irresponsible amount. And I think he'll go low owned because, uh, you know, we just spent half hour discussing all these high-end forwards and why you should play them so mm-hmm. um i think i'll put my uh i'll put my bizarre play on matias tete okay uh jordan 
Well, I guess we're you already talked about Sarabia, so that's your guy, right? I guess he, so. He'll be sub five percent, unless you have someone else you want to. I don't point think it'll be here. sub five. It'll be closer to ten percent. All right, fine. Well, now you need a sub five percent. So who, who's your pick? Uh, Joel Joel Polinia. You're okay. gonna say Granite Jock. I'll I'll take the okay. same type of player for Fulham. Yeah, let's just go full full defensive midfield. There's we're now the instead of center backs, we're now like the defensive midfield whisperers here on the show. So, but you know you don't get to, to choose Ryan Yates on this slate. He's injured. Yeah, like uh, who are you choosing, Adam? I already, I already brought up Jaka. Oh, okay, there you go. You get Jaka. Um, I do like Nunez though. Uh, he apparently played uh, on the wing last game. I'm not entirely sure about that, but that's what Opta says. Uh, I don't trust Opta. <laughs> Nunez played outside, but Nunez is a guy who at least goes 90, and he has taken uh, some set pieces from from, I don't know, 30 yards out or something. So there you go. Um, that's all we got. You guys have anything else? Nope. No, I think we covered most of it. We got it all. So rotowire.com slash soccer trial. You got a free 48-hour trial to get this cheat sheet and everything else on the site, all the stats. But look at this. I'm just scrolling on this bar. If you're watching on YouTube or Twitter, just got a ton of cheat sheets out. We got a lot of action. Oh, wait. what's We got Champions League cheat sheets. Holy cow. Champions League. Next week, we'll have some shows. We'll have some articles for that. We'll have an article for this slate as well. So just win win some money before the Super Bowl and then do a bunch of single-game parlays on the Super Bowl and lose all your money. Um, that's probably going to be my strategy. I'm going to win a couple con- soccer contests. Then I'm going to lose it all on Sunday for the Super Bowl, making a bunch of stupid bets. So that's that's usually the, the best method uh, if, you want, if you want some advice there. But uh, you can find Jordan at... Blender HD. Jack is at Jack Burkhart. I am at Rotos Drake on Twitter. Again, rotowire.com slash chat once you're subscribed to get into the Discord. Thanks for watching. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you, Jack. We'll be back early next week for Champions League. Good luck on this slate and good luck to Jordan. And I don't know if Jack's going to be entering these contests, but good luck to everyone and and good luck to trying to beat me in this King of the Pitch contest. You're going down, Adam, in the $25. Good luck, everyone. (laughs) Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.